What's up, guys? Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers, Mike and Tony, coming to you from our whiskey house. How are you, Tony? I'm doing well. Doing well. I love uh, love sipping bourbon. So most of these days are good days. One of these days, Tony's going to come in and he's going to say, "I'm having a shitty day, and that's why I'm here to drink whiskey." That would be. That would be a very off day for me to say something like that. Or I would just go straight to the back room and bring out something really good. And Mike would be like, what's wrong with you? You know what we talked about doing, and I'm going to bring it up now. Has anyone noticed at the end of every podcast that Tony cuts me off and turns the music way up? And then I you don't can't know what you're my, talking about. You can't hear I my final I have no thought. idea what you're talking about. He Sometimes, does. you know, it's funny. I've been told my whole life I talk too much, and this is the first time I've ever been to cut, been able to cut somebody <laughs> else off. So true, but I know our listeners, uh, I know they're noticing it, and they're probably laughing their ass off, because as long as we are as well, then that's fine. Yeah. Anyway, it's all good. It's all good. We're uh, we're tasting something here today, and but before we do that, let's uh, let's talk about the sip method, Tony. Yeah. So what we have figured out from some feedback from whomever has listened to us and has decided to to give us some information and some some positive and uh, critical feedback. But anyway, a couple of different things that we've gotten back. Um, one of the main things is people just flat out ask us, "Hey, did you actually like that bourbon, or is that just?" what you tasted. And uh, so what we've determined is that we're going to come up with a little method called the SIP method, S-I-P, to uh, at the end of the podcast to kind of say, yeah, this is what we think about these. It's more or less a way for us to differentiate each bourbon, tell you what we think about it so that if you feel like running out and grabbing one, you know that it either gets our nod by both of our thumbs up or one of our thumbs up or two sideways or whatever. What does SIP stand for, Tony? Uh, S is for shareability. Is it something you're going to share with? Meaning, am I going to bring it over here to my bourbon house and let everybody sip off of it? Or am I going to hold it in my house and drink it all by myself? The I is for influence, meaning what influence it has on me. Like, how do I like it? What is it? And P is for price. Very easily, is it something that is worth the price? And all the time, we are trying to compare everything against retail, even though some of the stuff we'll have out here will be hard to get. But we're still going to base it off of retail. Mike, Mike knows I, th- a lot I more. think that's awesome. I'm, I'm going to give Tony the credit for that because I think that sums it up, um, you know, in it just in, in three quick letters. And, and it's a quick way to know whether, uh, whether it's something you want to go out and find or buy or whatever. I think a lot of us are searching out different bourbons. Maybe your liquor store has it. Maybe they're going to get it for you. Maybe, you know, maybe they're going to charge you more for it. Um, this, this is a kind of a way of knowing whether you should do that or not. So we'll do that at the end. Yeah, so let's um, get started today. Let's, let's get started. So I think today we're going to start with a, uh, a distillery that, that Mike and I, uh, along with uh, a couple well of our friends, were able to go to last fall, last October, uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company, and we had a fantastic time there. Um, this, is a, this is a special one just because the place is absolutely spectacular. It's a new distillery, a couple years old. They're building new rick houses. They have a, a restaurant that is, I mean, it's, it's. I, I would put it up there like probably going to get a Michelin star or a few. I mean, oh, it was. The there. restaurant was awesome. The restaurant, the whiskey selection, the people. It was just a star-studded time. I mean, it was, it, we just had a freaking blast. Yeah, we were able to, we were able to to um, really enjoy ourselves. I was had a friend that that told us we had to go here for lunch. So, we so you know, go. Tony's always got a guy. Wherever you're going, Tony's got a guy, <laughs> and he had a guy here. So we're I not talking a... about this whiskey today because of that guy. We haven't talked to him since, but he showed us around a little bit. Yeah, well, Mike hasn't talked to him since. I've exchanged a couple <laughs> text messages with him. But anyway, um, anyway, the, the, 
the place, the reason we got to this place is we were going to, we decided to do a day in uh, Bardstown. Uh, we went to Willet, we went to Heaven Hill, and we were, went, we were going to Bardstown Bourbon Company. We were told how great this restaurant is, so we were trying to plan it around lunch. Uh, we went there for lunch, and not only was the food great and the atmosphere was even better, but the, um, the whiskey list that they had was, was phenomenal. I mean, it was stuff from the last hundred years, and I'm not exaggerating. I mean, they had, they had different bourbons from the 1950s that you could have bought if you wanted. They, they've been, they have then, been finding stuff forever. And then they went on to kind of show us behind the curtain, and we got to see how they're, how they're blending, how, they're, how the whiskey is made, literally to the point where we were trying whiskey that wasn't yet yeah, in the they, barrel. It was still clear. So it, it was like, cool. looked like water or vodka or whatever, and it, but it tastes like whiskey, which was so, so fun to do. They call um, it the lab. We were able to get into the lab. We were able to go back to where they were actually mixing and making, and the, the, the barley and everything was like literally bubbling next to us. It was, yeah, it was it really was a cool incredible. thing. But anyway, so with that in mind, our uh, bottle that we're going to choose is the uh, Fusion Series number one. The reason we went with bottle number one from Fusion Series is that's the bottle that we happen to have here right in front of us. And well, that's the bottle we bought when we were there. Correct. And that was in uh, 2019. And since then, uh, they've come out with two more. Um, so they're on Fusion 3. So we uh, it hadn't been open since we were there uh, last year. So we decided to crack it open now and, and give it a taste. So... Um, let's go into it a little bit. Uh, Barstown Bourbon Company Fusion Series Number One. Uh, the mash bill is sixty um, percent of their own, uh, give or take two year old juice, their own their own bourbon that they've again they're a new place, so it's only two years old. But they blended it with forty um, percent of an eleven year seven month bourbon, um, so sixty forty. Um, with uh, the 40% having a good amount of age. So they don't have an age statement on it. Uh, came out in 2019. The proof on it is 98.9. So just about 50% alcohol bottled and bond. And we're at an MSRP of 60 bucks. Yeah, right on. <clears throat> let's go uh, Let's go with the nose first. Cheers, Tony. Cheers. So I, uh, my first uh, sniff of this, I'm getting a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of spice. It's probably the first two things I'm getting. Nothing crazy. Um, maybe a little. Maybe a little orange. I would say orange, vanilla, and uh, a little spice. We'll see where I'm that takes the, me. I'm getting the vanilla too. Uh, I'm disagreeing on your orange, but I am. Uh, it was my wife's birthday yesterday. There you we go. Had, we had some red wine. Uh, we like drinking red wine, and I'm getting like a. Not like a wine, uh, but definitely like a red, a red fruit. I don't know if it's I can't decipher cherries or whatever right now, but I'm just getting straight up vanilla uh, along with the red fruit. All right, cool. Let's have a sip. It's funny. Tony and I talked about do we really need to take a sip when we say we're going to take a sip? But I think you do because you can. You have to. These microphones are so great. You can you can hear us Sipping. actually swallowing. It down pretty much. I mean, yeah, that, yes. But that's not, I, I feel like. Are you getting be, my cherries? Are you getting my red fruit? I think I am. I think I am. A little mm. bit. I think it's. And, and the vanilla too is, is on the. I don't, I don't. Uh, I would say it's, it's really light oak. Very little oak in my opinion. This is not an oaky. This is not an oaky bourbon at all. Which I, is I nice, right? There's so many oaky bourbons. I, I agree. And I think a lot of that has to do with maybe just having 40% of this at uh, two year. 
uh, you know, 60% is a two year. Oh, I'm sorry. 60% is a two year. So it's not super oaky yet. And what Tony's saying is the longer time in the barrel is the more typically the more oak you're getting. And some people say it like the 20 years in a barrel. It gets um, really oaky. It's really oaky. Yeah. So I, I, I prefer between 10 and 15 years. So it doesn't have too much oak. Um, how's the finish for you, Tony? I'd say a medium finish, but you know what I am getting are some uh, are some nuts. I feel a little nutty. It's a little nuttiness. I, 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 I'm tasting some nuttiness somehow. I don't know if you're getting that, but it's it's uh, not. I didn't smell it, but I'm not, I, I I'm taste, not taste it. Um, that's probably where this falls a little short for me is the finish. Um, vanilla, kind of a little pepper, not like a burn, but pepper back of the tongue, and I'm just kind of like. Mm, it's, yeah. it's kind of just goes away. So I love the nose. I love kind of the front palate, but um, it ends pretty quickly. So let's uh, um, let's go into our sip method. Yeah, let's do it. So you, you uh, want to start it up or you want to start sharing it? this with friends, Tony? I am bringing this bottle over here, setting it on top of the poker table, and everybody gets to have a drink of this. I think it's worth it, and I also think it's very shareable. This is not something I'm going to hoard and say this is the favorite thing I've ever had. This is not something that's super hard to get that I'm a little reluctant to, you know, spend three times, four times retail. And all of a sudden it's gone with eight of us playing poker. So, um, totally agree. I would uh, this say to me is a hundred percent shareable. I would say shareable because you can find it. We have yep. binnies in Illinois. Um, that's typically where a lot of people get most of their booze. Yep. Um, and you can find it there. What about, uh, what about the influence? So for the influence for me is it's, it's good. I mean, I, this is something that um, I would, seek out this is definitely something that for me um at $60 it's a pretty bottle at $60 yeah that's something we didn't really talk about was how cool the bottle is the bottles are really it's kind of squatty it's square squared off. Yeah. the label is kind of simple and it's got a like a gold cap slash cork cork, cork it. yeah Man, it's, it's a good looking bottle cool looking. I, I think and uh the artwork that's kind of like behind the bourbon that you kind of see through it is kind of cool too but i would say for me um Influence, meaning how do I, what's the influence on me is that this is something that I'm not going to try one time and roll it to something else. This is something I could easily see myself grabbing as a gift for somebody because I think it's good. Yeah, I would go influence is probably a little heightened because we were there and it was such a fun experience, but something that's just kind of vanilla and a little hint of cherries. It's not like I'm not getting a huge influence there. So um, again, it's on the shelf at 60 bucks. I'd buy it. Um, but it's not something that's really wowing me. And then you go right into price then, because your P with you started yeah, with the sixty yeah, bucks. Yeah, so. again, sixty bucks, right, right, it, right into. Price I feel like it's priced correctly. I mean, we've got a new, a new I'd distillery. I'd love it a little cheaper. I'd love it a little uh, cheaper. I think I love a lot of stuff a little cheaper. Right. <laughs> but uh, if you haven't heard already, I, I'm the one that's definitely a little more cost conscious at times. But uh, anyway, no, that's I would, right. I would love it to be a little cheaper. But at the same time, I think it's worth it. You got a newer place. You got nice Rick houses. I mean, with the places Bardstown Bourbon, Com- Bourbon Company is doing their, doing it right over there. I mean, what what people don't realize is that they're distilling right now for Jefferson's, High West, Bell Mead, Hirsch, just to name a few. I mean, they've got their stuff together. Um, they're obviously making good juice. They just need it. They just need time. They just need time. And I and if you get to the fusion number three, which is what you're going to find on the shelves now, I assume it's similar. It could be better for might, all yeah, I know. It might be eighteen months um, because you're better. dealing with three year and twelve year juice instead of. 11 year and 11 and a half year and two year. So that, that's a very positive thing. Price for me, I wouldn't be buying this on the secondary market. I wouldn't even think about it, but with it being readily right. available, 60 bucks is good. I would, would I love to see it at 50 bucks? Absolutely. But I don't think I would buy any 
more of it at 50 than I would at 60. That's not yeah. a price. That's not a price differentiator for me. All right, we're going to wrap up here. This is the time when Tony starts to cut me off, and here comes the music and the drums. Uh, Bye, Mike. Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers, Mike and Tony. See you soon. Find us on Instagram. 